Welcome to the Sober Experiment podcast by Be Sober. I'm Alex, one half of Be Sober. And I'm Lisa, the other half. If you're new to our podcast, Lisa and I have been best friends forever. And after many years of getting drunk together, we decided to experiment with being sober together. You can find out everything about our story by going right back to the start of season one. So we started Be Sober with a vision to connect people living a sober or sober curious lifestyle. We wanted to help people feel less alone and show them that you can still have loads of fun without the booze. Be Sober is now the only sober community that has absolutely everything that you could possibly need all in one place. And we believe from the bottom of our hearts that everybody who doesn't want to drink alcohol deserves to feel normal. Sorry, this is not the way to start a podcast, but honestly, I'm just about to press record and I've made Lisa laugh and now she's made me laugh because I said, what are we talking about? And she went, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I went, oh my God, you're well up for this. And she said, what happened? You're laughing. That's a good subject though, isn't it? It is a pretty good subject. Yeah, we were out of our comfort zone just last night, weren't we really? Both of us. My whole day I was out of my comfort zone yesterday. Really? Um, yeah. From the minute I woke up, I had that talk with the Ministry of Defence yesterday. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was only yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a long day. Yeah, you're right. It, oh, you know what, though, Lisa? I know you're really uncomfortable doing that, but genuinely, you were brilliant. Thank you, Alex. Honestly, I was so scared. And this is why I wanted to talk about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It is because we about a bit of war and a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> that comes next. Oh, but yeah, it was um it was a massively really hard thing for me to do. So what's really funny is when we first started doing the workplace talks, this idea came from me. Oh, and I was like, like Can I just point out at this point? This is where, as well, this is what Lisa does, right? I will let you get back to it, but let's just inform everyone what you do. She's an idea maker, Lisa, right? I'm creative. She's creative. And then she thinks she wants to do these things as well. Either that or she pretends she wants to do them to make me think I want to do them. So she had this great idea about us becoming a dual coaching act, right? Which we did. No, it was about coaching. It wasn't even about that. It was that I wanted to bring in coaching to be sober we both qualified and you wouldn't do it on your own and I didn't want to be a coach well you didn't tell me that bit no I know I just said let's let's train to be coaches so we both trained to be coaches we saw a few clients and then I had a bit of a client base and Lisa went actually I'm not coaching anymore and I was like all right okay (laughs) so yeah that were it that was idea number one what it was is and at the beginning, and people that know you will not actually believe this, right? No, no, but won't. you didn't have the confidence um, or the self-belief to actually do it yourself. So I was just there to support you. And I just forgot to tell you that bit, but it was not something that I ever really fancied doing. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was idea number one where Lisa bailed. And the point at which she's going to tell you now is idea number two, the workplace talks. Mm, Go on. Is that a good idea though? Listen, I am an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) And I am a puppet, clearly. (laughs) That is true. So um, so the workplace talks, and I just feel it. It's so incredibly important to open up conversations about alcohol everywhere, 
everywhere. We need to be opening these conversations, right? And stop like it's such a taboo subject. People are scared to talk about it. So it was like, you know what? Let's go to workplaces, get these conversations opened up. And um, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't really like being a public speaker. Oh, no, you love it. Lot. Tell the truth. <laughs> Do you love it? Yeah, I, you know what I love, right? The idea of doing these things terrifies me. The idea of doing anything like this and the coaching, and you're right, self-belief, I don't always have it. And people will not believe that. They'll be thinking, oh, actually, she's always talking, she's full of herself. But the more I talk, the more self-doubt is going on. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And actually, yeah, I do love it. I love being up there. I love sharing my story. I love sharing the information. And it's what I'm, once I'm doing it, I'm in my comfort zone because it's where I've come from with my teaching and my performing and all the stuff I've done. It's just getting me there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But I do love it. So with that in mind, like speaking of, comfort zone so Alex is you're our public speaker really you go and share your story and um I I don't yeah but the Ministry of Defence Women's Network asked me to do it and I don't know what I was thinking this particular day right but we was on a zoom call no she wasn't thinking she was on the spot and I yeah, I was by by you and this other lady put me on the spot and was like, you share your story. So I was like, oh, all right then. Thinking this day would never come. Well, actually it came yesterday. And for, for the last few months, I've, oh, I've procrastinated. I've put it off. I've stopped writing things down. I was, I, I was so frightened. Like, and yesterday morning I woke up and I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll just speak my truth. Um, I am who I am. I can't help it. This is my story. This is my truth. And I will just try and get it in some kind of order. And really, I, I had Vax Flower Remedy. I saged, <laughs> I saged my kitchen. <laughs> what? <laughs> she nearly drank a bottle. I know. <laughs> the funny thing was, I remember like... Uh, she said to me, so she phoned me up and she said, right, I need your help when you come. When you come and we're doing this end bit together, I need your help. I need you to not tell me what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's really hard because what people want to do, they want to help you. And when we have these conversations, you'll say, just say this, blah, 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 and come out with all these really big words, right? And then I think, oh, that sounds better than what I was going to say. And then I lose what I was going to say. So I thought... You cannot tell me what to say because it'll ruin my whole talk. And then you said to me, didn't you, just remind me that I'm speaking my truth and being yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, and that re- that seemed to really help. So, But then when I did say to you, just remember to speak your truth, you went, I know. I did know. You're such a figure. I wanted it. I did. I, re- I really needed that. I just needed to remember who I was and why I was doing it. Because the thing is, if one person, and I genuinely mean this, if there's one person sat in a room that thinks, actually, I could quit drinking or I might cut down or I relate to that in some way, then, then our work is done. And I think just opening up the conversation, to be honest, is just a good thing in it yeah and it is about that it doesn't matter what that conversation is just to be able to have the discussion that we don't drink and why and for people to realize that there are different reasons and you can make those choices it's amazing yeah. isn't it 
Yeah, because I didn't even know that you could make that choice. I think that's why it's such a shock to me that I still don't drink. I never knew it was an option not to because I just thought everybody did it as an adult. I think most people do, though. You're not far wrong. I know. It's crazy. Anyway, it went all right. So that was my first stepping out of my comfort zone. Then we had um, a lovely... We had, a, oh my God, a cracking event actually last night. So we did a sunset dip at Cheeseden Lung Mill, which was, it was a full strawberry moon last night. So I thought it'd be really nice to get everybody together. Anyway, we kept asking on the Facebook group. It was like, right, who's coming? So we can get an idea of numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, nobody was replying. So myself and Sue had been talking about it, Sue that runs Active Friends. And she was like, I'm a bit worried nobody's going to turn up. Oh my God. When we got there last night and there were just under 30 people for this sunset dip last night. It was incredible. But then Sue said to me, oh, the lady at the cake place wanted to take a picture of everybody. So she was like, can you gather everybody together? And I was like, oh, no, now I've got to shout everybody. Another step out of my comfort zone. I had to, like, get... You should have got me to do that bit. I know. Well, you were too busy, weren't you, chatting? I was at the back hiding. I wasn't even on that photo with Wellenide. (laughs) Well, that makes a change. (laughs) <laughs> well, that was annoyed, or that wasn't on the photo. That <laughs> you was at the back. I know, yeah. Well, that's because I was at the front on the way in. Ah, well, there you go yeah, then. Push it. Right, push yeah, it. Yeah, first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we talk about today's guest? Yes, let's talk about today's guest. So we've got, and I say this all the time, but I really mean it. My favourite podcasts are when we talk to either our members or ambassadors. I just absolutely love it. So today we are talking to Barbara, who is an ambassador for Sheffield. She's amazing. She's lovely, isn't she? She's amazing. I can't wait for you to meet her. She's absolutely fantastic. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, she's a a sober in colour. Sobering colour, that's right. We'll put the links on it. But basically, Barbara says she, um, two call her Nanny Barbie, one calls her mum, one calls her wifey, and some call her B. I never knew that. I might start calling her B. Anyway, I about- do call her B. No, you don't. I do to a face shadow. Yeah. No, you do not. I do, I promise you. Do you? Yeah, the very first time I spoke to her on the phone when she came into being. Oh, you said, Hiya B. Hiya B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She actually told me how people call me B. Because we had that whole conversation about my mum and her. She's bound to mention it. She normally does. Now she's sorted out who's who between us. She's bound to say about her name and my mum's being the same. And I was like, Oh, oh that's gracious. She's like, Oh, no, they call me B. So yeah, yeah I'm hoping Barbara's been with us, what, about 12 months and she's only just figured out Alex and Lisa, who Alex is and who Lisa is. Now yeah, let's leave our names off so she doesn't know and see if she gets Yeah, them. shall we? Let's confuse <laughs> okay. her. Anyway, Barbara actually says her relationship with booze went from kind of social drinking to binge drinking to grey area drinking really quickly. It literally just happened that quick. It hit her and she said she needed to think about it all before it became too late. So so on the 7th of February, 2021, Barbara decided to ditch the booze and focus on herself and the more important relationships in her life. Hi Alex, hi Lisa. 
Hi, Bob. Hi, B. <laughs> <laughs> How are you both? Good, thank you. We've just been having a conversation about when we first spoke and the name Barbara and your nicknames and Barbie and B. And I said, I call her B. And she's like, honest. I said, yeah. <laughs> I think I can't. Your mom, is your mum is your mum Barbara? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose mum's called Barbara? Mine. It's Alex's. Alex's mum, yeah. Yeah. But my mum gets babs. I think we've had this conversation before, though. I'm sure we have. Yeah, um, we have. I don't get babs. Yeah. There were two Barbaras in my year at school. Oh, really? Yeah. And so she was called Babs and I wasn't. I was just thinking about that conversation, actually. I was just thinking. All that, you know, I think li- listening to Be Sober podcast two years ago, nearly two years ago. No way. Wow. <laughs> How incredible is that? I know. It's well Crazy. overdue this, honestly. We're so glad to have you on. Now I'm going to prove oh, myself wrong. Bertie was Barbara throughout the entire <laughs> yeah. I knew you called Barbara all the time. Oh, I, do, I, I knew do it. call her B sometimes. I definitely do. Especially if I write. <laughs> yeah. If I write. Yeah. I don't mind either way. You're a bee to us anyway. You're one of the bees. You're, you're a queen. <laughs> you bee. are a bee. You're one of our lovely little bees. And we're scared. I am. What's Uh-oh. funny is you already had the bee on your profile on Instagram before you saw Be Sober, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I do have bee things. You know, if I've, someone's given me a gift, bee cups and bee necklaces, I do have bee as well as being a be sober ambassador it it's becomes so addictive things like that once you tell somebody right that you like something you literally get bought it all the time like once when I was a teenager I decided that I'd collect pigs and I swear <laughs> to god my mum used to buy me pigs for years every birthday every Christmas I had so many pig ornaments and I was like how can I tell her that I don't even like pigs anymore <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll happen with bees though I don't think you'll go off them. Um... No, everyone loves bees. Yeah, they do. I love giraffes as well. Oh, do you? Oh. Yeah, I love giraffes. I fed them on my 50th birthday. I went to feed, not them, just two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, went, not all the big population. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan's mum, yeah, my mother-in-law, she bought me a um, feeding animals, feeding giraffe experience. And Oh, that's so cool. I'm glad my mum didn't buy me feed pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was good. That was cool. Right, Barbara, let's talk about let's talk about you anyway. Um, and I'd like to know if we can take you back to why you stopped drinking in the first place. Why I stopped? Yeah. Well, I probably should have stopped a long time before I did stop. It was kind of a long, progressive thinking about it and unable to moderate. Um yeah, it was just I, I was thinking about it for a long time, a long time. I think. Listen, I, I listened to your. I was listening to a lady, ladies' podcast in the states, actually. Um, first of all, and then I thought I need to listen to somebody in the UK. Yeah. So when I started to listen to your podcast, and yeah, thinking that you guys made me think that being sober can be fun because I didn't want to lose. You, you, you know, when you're drinking, you think your fun and that's your identity i think people do think yeah. you know barbara's going to be pissed tonight yeah that's that's what um 
the expectation of going out and being pissed all the time. <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. Um, what made me stop? But yeah, it was actually um, the day before I stopped drinking, it wasn't, it was a progression of me thinking that I wanted to stop drinking, me listening to podcasts as well before I actually stopped drinking. But it was a wet sun, um, winter's day and I think it was a Saturday. Nothing to do particularly, but there's always something to do now you're sober. But anyway, um, <laughs> we just um, started drinking. Well, I just, uh, we started drinking about 11 o'clock. And when you said we, is that me you and that your thin husband? Yeah, Alan. We started drinking about, I oh, know it probably wasn't 11. I probably started at 11. He probably started at, you know, everyone says, but wait until it's 12 o'clock yeah. before yeah. we start drinking. But I was always the one to start drinking first or instigating but anyway it turns out that Alan was hiding alcohol from me I don't I don't think that's the first time um, that that's happened yeah he was hiding it from me and um yeah I'd black out quite a lot um when I was drinking and I'd used to try not black out have you ever tried did you ever try to do that <laughs> no, I've never tried to do that I didn't know I blacked out until afterwards like I just thought everyone did that I thought everyone forgot so oh did you yeah I think when um, people say, don't, don't you remember that? I say, no, did, why, why, why am I the only, one, the only one who forgets things, who don't remember anything? But I'd be like, on the phone to, I don't know, just saying, I'd say to myself, I'm going to remember having this drink while I'm yeah. talking to that person and then not remember it. Can yeah. I just pick you up on that when you said you was on the phone? Because I've never actually discussed this, but I used to phone people all the time pissed and have drunk conversations like me and you had loads of drunk conversations oh, didn't we, Alan? we loved each other so much didn't we? <laughs> at nine o'clock. oh we'd phone each other all the time and then my mum used to do the same you know she used to phone me and if I wasn't drinking I'd think oh bugger off or if I had or I'd drink her and be drunk and she'd be like oh bugger off but then if we caught each other at the same time pissed be... oh my god we talked for hours yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I, I think Alan would say don't go on your phone <laughs> 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 Tried, so we had to add the phone and the booze he hid alcohol from you is that just so you didn't start drinking too early was it like oh we haven't got any in or was that when you'd already had a few drinks I'd had, I'd had, a, I'd had a few and it was like you know I would be that like, even though I was drunk I would still want to have more keep drinking until yeah. it's all gone yeah is yeah. it right you've got a bar in your house we bought the house because it's got a bar <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is now an alcohol free bar so you're welcome anytime <laughs> That's amazing. So is that something, did you used to kind of like fill it up and spend your evenings there? <laughs> Which, when you've... Alan used to fill it up and Barbara used to empty it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people, when you go around people's houses and they've got um, a, I don't know, wine cellar or a, a bar that's actually stocked. <laughs> Mine was never stopped. <laughs> Weirdly, Barbara, I've got a bar in my back garden and I used to have optics in my living room. So I thought it was because they looked cool. That's why I'd bought them because they just looked cool. And in truth, I didn't actually drink all them. I was a little bit like your husband. So my ex-husband was an alcoholic and I used to get bought really nice bottles. I was a sucker for a nice bottle. I still am, actually. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 
like nice glasses, cups, bottles, containers. I love it. <laughs> teapots. <laughs> teapots, yeah. It's I all- love a teapot. Oh, I love a teapot. <laughs> but yeah, I used to put these bottles up and I used to beg him not to drink. I'd be like, please, please don't drink that because I just might want one at the weekend and I used to catch him all the time, like pop, popping them in his mm. cup of tea and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they were always gone. Swine. <laughs> Why? That's funny. So you do still like pigs, then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Nice one. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Although no, I definitely don't like pigs. <laughs> that that would be the truth. And he I was a pig. <laughs> I loved pigs that much. I ended up marrying him by accident. <laughs> And then he drank all your gin. We'll get back to our chat shortly, but first let us tell you about some of the things we offer here at Be Sober. So, as usual, we don't want to bombard you with everything that we do because there is so much of it. But this week, we're going to tell you a little bit about the Empower Hour. Well, actually, it's an Empower 90 Minutes, but that doesn't sound as good, does it? But um, the best one to tell you all about this is our Alex because it's her that does these. So the Empower Hour is time that will absolutely change your life. It'll help you to identify stumbling blocks, barriers, limiting beliefs, and it'll project you forward quickly with absolutely anything you want to achieve. It's not only about sobriety. So guys, instead of spending your money getting wasted this weekend, book yourself an Empower Hour with our Alex. It's 90 minutes that will literally change your life. Do yourself a favour and invest in yourself. So you gave up, Barbara. You decided that enough was enough for mm. whatever reason. How did you navigate those early days? Because going from somebody who had clearly enjoyed a drink to having none at all, what got you through and how did you do it? Yeah, um, I I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah, well, not all the time because I have to work and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Every waking hour. <laughs> Every waking hour. Well, you know what? I used to walk. I used to walk um, pre-giving up booze, but um, I used to walk. I don't, what did I used to listen to? Probably music. But yeah, I like. I do like to go for my morning walk. Um, so I listen to podcasts in my walk. I'd go to bed early and listen to podcasts or read. I, I start to read Quitlet as well. And I'm not a reader. People know me. I just don't like reading. I'm never. I read the old, read, read the old books, but. Um, I started to read, yeah. I read Sober Diaries first. Um, yeah, going to bed early. As taking... a non-reader, Barbara, sorry. As no, a sorry. non... Because I know people that listen to podcasts, a lot of them, um, a lot of them do like reading books, but some don't. They prefer the audio. So as a non-reader, what was your favourite quick lit book? Uh, I'd have to... the first, Well, do I have to pick one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just yeah. felt like being an really important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick two then um, uh, Sober Diaries because it's the first one that I read I loved that I love, I love Sober Diaries and I've lent it to my sister she's just, she's had it a little while now so um, good work got that and but my favourite I think is Alcohol Explained 
Oh, that's really because they're so yeah. different then. The books, aren't they? I yeah. get that because I like both of them as well, and I remember for di- very different reasons. I remember being on my treadmill in my early sobriety, Barbara, running in the treadmill and listening to this book. Alcohol Explained and the guy that's narrated it I don't know his name unfortunately but he was very well spoken and and so on and I was convinced that that was William and then when I met William he was like all right (laughs) 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 oh (laughs) he hasn't got a very posh accent at all oh yeah made it as an audible he has no, well, he's well spoken, but he's southern. He's got a southern accent. Yeah. But the other thing was, I thought about William, the the reader, and he might not be. This is terrible. This is another one of those moments where I'm about to dig a hole. But I expected William to be quite old as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think he's got quite a mature voice on the oh. audible. Oh, oh, thanks, Lisa. Well, look how you bloody say then. Well done. <laughs> what, what I really liked about them, Alcohol Explained, being, being a non-reader, is the words are quite big, and the book you do you get you actually get quite a few words on the page, and it's um, set out. And it's, it's when you read it, it's actually quite simply written. Yeah, it's easy to read as in physically read it's clear and it's yeah yeah I get that yeah it's because he's to the point I'm like that I'm not a big reader to be honest so I spent a lot of time with audible and podcasts like you um and I I like that like you say it's quite big words and when you actually meet William Porter it's so to the point isn't he he's like so you can see how it's written it's like there's no in between you don't have to read in between the lines boom 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 this is that and that is yeah. it. It's like he says, if you know, if, if anyone's ever talking about moderating, he doesn't. He doesn't sort of pussyfoot around it and say, "Well, it just goes no, no such thing." I'll yeah. predictive the end. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got the second book. He sent me the second book actually. Oh. Um, um, I, I did a you know on Instagram. Oh, can like, you? I'm going to read. What should I read next? Kind of thing. And he said. Oh, you should read my book. And he sent it to me. I said, Will you sign it cheekily? Like, you know, I'm a bit cheeky. And he did. And he sent it to me. Oh, yeah. that he is going to. Have you met him? No, but I'm going to, aren't I? You are. You're going to yes, be. Yes, you men. are. The wild event. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that. I really can't. It's going to be I so wish it were this year. I, so I said to you, I thought, um, you said, well, look out for this um, post, something's happening. And I actually looked, looked at my May diary and I was ready for it. I'm going, I'm going somewhere yeah. in May. And you put 2023 on well, there. Honestly, we just thought it would need so much more organising yeah. and time to advertise. We didn't know it'd be a sellout in less than three days. Oh, yeah, we were like, gone. we'll have to push the tickets and do this. And we're yeah. like, oh my gosh. Now we're there with a waiting list. It's ridiculous. We could actually Brilliant. have run it this week. <laughs> no, darn. I'm a- I want to go back, Barbara, because I know you just didn't finish. And I, I think people yeah. in early sobriety would love to hear the rest of that. So you had podcasts, reading. What else helped you to get sober? Um, support from Alan. Yeah, oh, definitely yeah. family. And te- I, I did tell people. I know, some, you know, some people, do, you know, don't don't do that. But I did. I did tell, um, obviously, Alan that I wasn't drinking. He, um, oh, I made a, I made a, a, not a pact with myself, I don't know how to say it, but I decided not to buy alcohol. So um, it's not in our shopping list. Uh, if we go um, out for a meal, I don't pay for any alcohol. I, can't, yeah. I don't really touch it. So if um, Alan wants to drink, if I'm going to get myself a drink, I don't go 
and get him a drink at the same time. Yeah, I've made that pact. I will not buy people alcohol, whether it be for birthdays, presents. I, I will. I made it as soon as I found out, Barbara. I don't know whether you were the same, but when I realised how much the government made from alcohol, and when they were cutting, I know. But when they were cutting all the services, and you, and they were making billion, not millions, billions of pounds from selling alcohol, I thought you are not getting any more of my money. I will you know never, ever buy alcohol again. You know what it is with that, though, Lisa, as well, right? They make out, and you know this, I'm kind of just saying what we already know, the government and the public health sector makes out that alcohol costs the government a lot yeah. of money. They make billions, like Lisa said. Yeah, it does cost, but the profit is far higher than the cost to services. Mm. And they've cut yeah. out all the services anyway. Anyway, that was our little uh, Wednesday rant. <laughs> I love a good rant. Do you remember, Lisa, when I was going to buy my mum wine for her? Because I had not made that pact. I'm quite happy to buy. Not happy, but if, if I went out and I was in a round with somebody and they wanted alcoholic drinks, I would just get it. Oh, um, I wouldn't. Yeah, right. no, I'd, I'd be annoyed because it cost me money, but, <laughs> but I would buy it. Um, but I, rem- I think that's changing or changed this year. So I can't remember what it was for, probably Mother's Day. And I said to Lisa, shall I just buy her a bottle of wine, my mum? Because I know that that's what she'd want. And Lisa said, no, think about what she'd actually like and put some thought yeah. into it. Don't buy her a bottle of wine because it's easy. And once I started to think like that, I thought, yeah, she's right. I need to actually consider the gift. But also, why would I poison my mum? That's just stupid yeah. thing to do, isn't mm. it? It's yeah. a stupid thing to I'm do. Still doing, I, I don't use the. I, I think I mentioned to you, Lisa, when you say about poison. I don't. I don't. I know it is poison, but I don't ever say that because I. No, know, I wouldn't say that to drinkers though, oh, yeah. or anybody that drank. Oh, I do. No, oh, I don't. I, no, because I think it comes across as so evangelical. But actually, the fact of the matter is. It is. It is. Yeah. I, know I it do is. actually ah. say it. When when um when my, when I'm questioned, usually by people I'm quite close with, I wouldn't just do this to random people. But if somebody said, Oh, you're not are you not just having one anymore? And I'd go, No, thanks. And if they went, Oh, you've been stopped for ages, I'd go, Yeah, it's poison. So I would say it like that. Yeah, it's poison. Why would I want to put poison in my body? Don't think you should have it either. Yeah. Maybe I am a little bit preachy. <laughs> <laughs> but only to my close family. They don't phone me yeah. and stuff anymore for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. What was I saying? I can't remember what I was talking about before. Um, oh yeah, buying alcohol. Yeah, I stopped buying alcohol, and then. Um, oh, I did. In the, in my, I was trying to think of things to do that I wouldn't normally do. So I was looking for things that I wanted to do before. That, that alcohol, you know, sitting down, drinking every night that I wouldn't normally do. So I, I wanted to do something in the evening, driving, because you can't drive when you're drinking now. Um, <laughs> Not these days, but now. <laughs> um, so I did an introduction to Buddhism and meditation. Mm. So I've always wanted to do meditation, and I know I, I'm not very good at meditating on my own, so I can do guided. Yeah. But no, I'm not very good at doing that on my own. Um, what else did I do? I, um, well, I still do do some of these things. You know, I still do listen to your podcast and still listen to podcasts and um, not so much reading anymore, but I do um, read, you know, people's stories. On these. I like listening to other people's stories. You know, they're, um, 
recovery, why they drank and why they stopped drinking and what, what they do to stop drinking. What made you want to become an ambassador then? Because oh, you are one of our amazing ambassadors. <laughs> oh, and you do, when you were just saying things about what you do then, like I know for a fact that we've had roller skating, we've had brunches, we've yeah. had... So what was it that attracted you to, to want to do that? Yeah, I think I've got a, one selfish reason, which was yeah. I'm in Sheffield. I'm not from Sheffield, so I have no friends. And I know my mother-in-law will listen to this. And she, when I said that to her, she goes, I'm your friend. Oh. So, Vic, yeah, Vic is my friend. Um, yeah, to get to, to, to be an ambassador. So I thought if I'm um, an ambassador and I'm like welcoming other sober people, sober um, curious people that I'd meet people, which I have um, met quite a few people locally. Oh, well, obviously on the... Um, be sober Facebook group as well um, but yeah to be an ambassador and also to keep myself accountable yeah yeah does it work yeah 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 100% 100% and I love my drop-in lounges which I've just come out of on every Wednesday midday when midweek midday drop-in have regulars I had a new lady come in today she's um a member as of yesterday, I think this was. Oh, that's incredible! Friday. So you're, you've met her before we've yeah. met her. Yeah, and it's so like- good for us that we've got people like you, Barbara, doing these drop-ins and giving up their time, volunteering their time to yeah. just sit and chat with other people who are on that journey. It makes all the difference. Like, it's a lifeline for many people, isn't it? When yeah. they're really craving or struggling or just having a rubbish day or having a really good day and they want yeah. someone who gets it to share it with. It is about getting it, isn't it? Because the ship, one lady was saying that um, she, when she's talking about not drinking, and not that she talks about it all the time, but people, you just don't, people just don't get the reasons why you're not drinking. Yeah. And then when you're with other people who do get it, it's, you know, you've got you shared experience, you're not alone. Yeah, it's so true. And there's so much power, really, in saying that, because I think when we we don't drink and we're surrounded with, I'm a twizzling my hair, I'm a fidget, all right. (laughs) But, um, you know, we're used to saying these things. It's quite a regular thing that you don't have to be on your own, that we've been meeting like-minded people. But I think we forget often how important that is, because right at the beginning, I remember wanting to share the good parts so I know obviously we're there for the the good the bad days and everything between we always said that but I think it's really important to have somebody to share the highs with as much as the lows because I was wanting to tell my family and friends about how good I felt and how much gratitude I felt for something or what a good time I'd had not drinking and they didn't get it mm. they did not understand it they just thought I was like, mm. like they were like what what do you mean but yeah. when you meet other people on this same journey yeah it they makes get it, it. They yeah, get it's exciting yeah it's really exciting actually yeah it is but when she came on and she was oh hello newbie you know she was excited it was good yeah oh, really good. yeah i love the drop-in oh, thank you for doing them that's oh, okay i love them so, and that's keeping me accountable as well. Yeah, and that's what you know. That's what it's about. And this is what we say to our ambassadors: you're not, you're not people who are expected. Excuse the phrase to have all your shit together. We know you're on a journey as well, so we want you to come along to to also share your highs and lows because we're yeah. all on this together, and we, we keep each other up. We keep each other strong. 
Yeah, we do. Good. I'm going to throw in there. Sorry, Alex, just dead quickly. But if anybody is listening that is thinking of doing it, like one of the reasons Be Sober started originally is because of that. And I didn't know anybody in the area that didn't drink. So that's where Be Sober Manchester originally started. And I think we have so many people that listen or comment on posts and say, oh, I wish that was in my area. Mm. And and really, it could be all it takes is you to go. Actually, it, it's me. I'm going to start this up. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. yeah, and also I think it, as um when you go to meetups, I think people are nervous. People are. Oh right. yeah. I was I was nervous. My first. Yeah. Well, I'm still nervous. I've got, we're going um out for dinner tomorrow night. Um, I'm nervous. Yeah, nervous in an excited excited way. Just to. That everyone is in the same boat, that everyone's nervous, aren't they? Proper nervous. And it's important people know that because, you know, sometimes people turn up to events and they bring somebody along to give them the support. And actually, they don't need to do that because no. most people go alone and they're all feeling nervous. And yeah. so you're having an evening do tomorrow. Yeah, we're going out on a school night. Oh, out, out. You're going out, out. Going out, out. We might even put some heels on. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get some pictures. Yeah, we'll so, do. So while we're on about events then, and before we kind of come to our final question, will you please tell us what's coming in Sheffield soon? What kind of events have you got planned or what are your thinking's on the horizon? I'm gonna I really want to go paddleboarding. Yes. And whether I'm going like I did roller skating on my own, I'm going. <laughs> so yeah. paddleboarding's one. Um, I'm going to a uh, couple of walks and I wouldn't mind doing a mocktail masterclass. I, right, I'm you so glad. I know, but I have cosmically sent you this, right? <laughs> because I was just thinking, I saw you do this on Instagram once and do like oh, a cocktail making with that yeah. lady from... Yeah, Deb. Yeah, yeah. That's what you told me about in, in our coaching session, isn't it? Yeah, it is, really was going to actually put you under a bit of pressure today and said let's do it let's do a mocktail masterclass for be sober well that's what that's a separate thing so i am going to be doing a monthly mocktail be sober session but this masterclass is external not um me doing it if you like yeah 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 but yeah and what's the other thing? I wouldn't mind doing escape. Have you heard of escape? The, the escape rooms. Yeah, that Liverpool ambassador did it. Kath, speak. Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah. 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 A couple here um, in Sheffield. So, yeah, I'd like to do that. And I might get. I might. Um, and I'm mentioning it again. The, do you remember when I was on the radio? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I might um, try and get um, Paula Edwards. Her name is. So oh yeah. Her again. Yeah. I've we've, met, we've met Paula. No, that's a different Paulette. Yeah, it's a different one. I I said this. There's two Paulettes who are DJs. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's quite a rare name as well. It's like Barbara. Yeah, it's Um, Barbara, do you mind talking a little bit? Actually, what I should have said was we just talked about um, in the middle of the podcast our Empower Hours. Do you want to share a little bit about that and how you found your Empower Hour? Because we now it's reminding me of it because we talked a little bit about this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And going into the going into that session, I actually I really did not know what to expect. And I thought when in in the um you know intro part of do you want to do this power hour, 
um, I thought, how are you going to know whether I'm, how is the coach going to know and get these ideas out of me without me actually knowing myself? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and um, Alex was, so if you do this and then you do that, why can't you do this? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I can. <laughs> and then if you do that, you know, cut, cut certain things out that you want to cut out and then, and, and <laughs> get that away. <laughs> get that away. I'm, I'm holding up my vape, which I haven't, um, it is in my office, but I, it shouldn't be. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just went into there thinking, feeling a little bit overwhelmed with certain things and came out of it with a plan. Um, what, when I'm doing it, why I'm doing it, how I'm doing it. It was great. I loved it. That's incredible. Yeah, so good. But you were ideal for it, you know. You were an ideal person for it because I think the person who comes on to these Empower Hours needs to have lots of ideas going on that they can't maybe separate out and wants to move forward. And you were both of those things. You came and you were like, oh, I've got all these ideas. Some things I want to stop. There's some things I want to do with no plan. And like you say, by the end of it, you had a plan and it was a clear action plan, right? I'm going to do this, 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 this in this order. And yeah. this is why. So I think you've got to be ready to, you've got to be ready to smash it if you want to come yeah. into one of those empower hours. And you definitely were. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and you, uh, yeah, you, it was great. I loved it. I was going to come out of it. My cheeks were hurting, smiling so much. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Oh, I just want to ask you quickly, Barbara, um, going right back actually to when we were talking about your husband and how supportive he was when you stopped drinking. How, because I know people will be thinking this, but how hard or not hard do you find it that he still drinks? I don't find it hard for my sobriety. I yeah. just wish that I've, I, yeah, no, no. So in the early days, I would, when he was still drinking, he would either, he's definitely, he's definitely stopped or not drinking as much yeah. when we both drank together. And when he does drink, especially in the early days, even the other day I said, I can smell that, he'll, the, the glass would be away from me being able to smell it or the bottle visibly there so I can see it. So we were out for dinner um, on holiday and they put the um, the wine holder with a bottle of wine, you know, to keep it cool. But he put it on the floor. So it's out of the way. But for me... Um, it sounds I'm, lovely, by the way, Barbara, really considerate. He is. He's my baby cakes. <laughs> oh, oh, you have little names. <laughs> he, um, um, fine, isn't it? <laughs> a part of me wanted to go that so sweet, and a part of me wanted to go bleh. <laughs> no, do you know what? I, without him, I don't think, uh, I think I might even still be drinking. Oh, oh that's really. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, he's been really supportive. Oh, Barbara, that's yeah, so yeah. lovely. Yeah, oh. it's been really supportive. Um, it does make a difference. So I, I, I wish I, everybody had that. I think I text um, you when we were both having, um, I was having a tonic water and he was having a vodka and tonic. So they both looked the same. And I picked his glass up and had a sip. 
Yeah. And I was devastated and I did have tears in my heart. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I won't, he's like, I, I won't put it next to you. I'm so Aww. sorry. I didn't mean to, you know. Or I'd jokingly say, oh, I'm going to have a drink tonight. And they'd say, no, you're not. Yeah, you know, just just see where, where you know, because you need somebody to be there to say that though. Because that I'm gonna have a drink tonight, whether it starts off as a joke, sometimes is it there? Is this something? Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. nice to have somebody, yeah, that actually respects it enough to say, No, you're not, don't be daft, mm. you know, like because yeah. you just never ever know. And the drinking that you just said about, I was talking to a lady actually, um, the other day, and and she had a sip of alcohol on holiday by accident. And she'd said, and I was saying, if it was in my first year, I'd have been devastated about something like that. Now, quite a few years down the line, accidents happen. And I know that, and it's nothing to be devastated. And we have that choice, don't we? We either go, oh, that, that was bad. Or some people would actually use that as an excuse to then carry on drinking. Mm. Yeah, well, like, I've done it now. So yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to say a massive well done, actually, um, yeah. because even in that moment, it could be still really difficult. Where you think, oh, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I haven't had that one. I haven't had a moment like that. I've had did have a surprise wine witch visit recently when I thought that she had gone. And I did think, right, I need to, I think I'd not, maybe not as much listened to my podcast and maybe not been doing the work yeah. as much. So then I thought, right, don't become complacent. And, um, you know. It is all about mindset though, Barbara. You know, like the way you've used that, the wine which is here, right? Not, oh, I'm craving, but right. Oh, I don't want her here. What can I do about it? Let's Let's think about how I can get rid of it again. You know, it's... It is it is all about mindset and that's that's why your sobriety is working because you are looking for the good, you are looking for the support, you are tolerant and even I think there's even a tone of respect in your voice when you talk about your husband's drinking because he respects your sobriety, you respect yeah. his yeah. It, it sounds like it works for you. I I would just really I mean he did do dry January, which he loved. And I would like him to feel how I feel. I'd like him to not drink so he has the feeling that I have. I get that. That's what I just want him to know, don't you? Like how how good it can be and how like you don't need it to do Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I totally get that. Can I just tell you about um, the wine witch, right? I'm just going to say it in case anybody else feels like this, or I might be completely on my own. Mm. But I can't have a wine witch, right, because I'm too much of an empath. So, you know, like people say, oh, tell the wine witch to fuck off or drown her or stamp on her or what? I feel well tight. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you feel well tight? What's that? What do you mean? Like, I can't. <laughs> That's a northern thing to say, right? First of all, the fact that she feels tight on an imaginary voice is funny in itself. But it's tight. not an imaginary voice. Well, it's a witch. It's a person. Like, it when you're a person, witch, I well visualise. So that the well tight bit, you do do you understand the well tight bit? No, do you mean being horrible to it? Mean, yeah, do you mean yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like squoze. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, that is just so funny. I can't believe you've got empathy for the wine witch. I have. I feel that's why I can't have one. You know, like even in our sober experiment, we talk about naming it so we can like 
tell it where to go. You like that helps some people, but I can't. I become attached. To <laughs> so what do you have then? You are. What do you have then? Nothing. I don't. I don't, I don't have a wine. Which I'd, I'd be like, oh, come in, <laughs> just one, then, just one. <laughs> you like, you like William. He doesn't have an inner voice while we're talking about William. No, William I haven't. Before. I have an inner is, voice. Like, that's I, strange. Yeah, but I, I can't visualize a person. You told me that. On, I, yeah, I heard you, you talking about that on your podcast. How can you not have? Yeah. It does. He must have an inner voice. Because how do you think if you don't? No, you don't. Honestly, I've looked it up online. I've, people, I've Googled yeah. this, right? No, how does he this. think? Like, I don't have a, I think he doesn't understand that you don't actually <laughs> hear it, that it's just there, but it's not a physical No, there are real people who don't actually think in words. Yeah, he says he doesn't think at all. No, he says so, he a voice. So what, how does he think then? I don't know. He must see pictures or something. No, because he didn't <laughs> say that. He didn't say that he had pictures. I do not understand how he how he thinks. Like, how did he write a book if he doesn't think? What, it just come to his hand and it raw? I don't understand it. I'm an empathy woman. <laughs> <laughs> don't have empathy for real people. Just, just imagine. <laughs> oh, anyway, Barbara, it, honestly, this has been amazing and we could chat all day. I love talking to you. The best oh, of Brilliant to have you on the podcast. Um, we want to ask you our ending question, which I hope you've thought about. So the motto, as you well know, is be brave, be kind, be sober. Which of those do you most relate to right now and why? It changed, right, right now, but it changed every week when I listen to your podcast. I'm like, I'd say this, I'd say that, I'd say this. <laughs> but I would say, I'm going to say, be brave. Yeah. I think, well, I'm always kind, so that's almost not an option. <laughs> but oh, that's good. without being brave, I don't think I would be sober. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's a brave thing to do to get go against yeah. what society expects you to do. It really is. It's yeah. So I said this, you know, when we do the Thursday lounges and I look around sometimes, well, I look at my screen, not around. <laughs> I look at my screen and see all these faces and think, you brave, amazing, incredible people. And then because she thinks, oh, I like that picture behind you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all blurred out today, aren't we? Yeah. But um, no, you're right. It's such a brave decision yeah. when so many people are doing it. And you are brave. I think you're a lot more braver than you think. Oh. <laughs> I'm just so glad and love having you as a part of Be Sober. You're such an asset to us. Your events are amazing. You are really kind. Everybody loves the Wednesday lounges. So, <laughs> and just honestly, thank you for just being such a great part of it and a great guest. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for creating Be Sober. Oh, <laughs> thank know, you, Barbara. It's been thank absolutely you. lovely. And we'll get you on again to talk about the mocktail masterclasses when they... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Watch will. this space, thank everybody. Thank you so much. Much. Oh, thank you. Have gone. <laughs> See you all soon. Bye. 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 Barbara, what do you love <laughs> most? <laughs> Sorry. Right. Do you know what? I'm putting this in like this. I'm just going to tell you what's going on here. So, 
we ended the podcast, right? And then we said to Barbara, do you want to add something in? And Barbara's gone, oh, you know what? I'd really like to talk about the benefits. So then I've tried to get Lisa to ask the question and it didn't bloody work. Barbara, tell us about the benefits of being so blue because Lisa's just a shit actress. Sorry. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, well, there, there are loads of benefits, as you know, but I did um, um make a couple of notes about a couple of things. Sorry, that was that was quite funny. First of all, you don't lose loads of weight when you give up drinking. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's I did true. I, I did at first, in the first month, I think I lost nearly a stone, but I don't, I, that, that was just a byproduct really of me giving up drinking. I don't, I don't really associate the two any longer like I used to yeah my blood pressure um went down um my you know you're on your, on your Fitbit or on your what on your this went down by 10 you know you're um resting heart, heart rate really yes, wow. now in my 60s instead of my 70s no way I've actually met, yeah now in my 60s um probably in his 80s after this podcast I know <laughs> <laughs> Mine is my lips. I've always got a lip seal with me, and my lips um, weren't as dry, but my, they are today because I ate some strawberries and I'm allergic to strawberries. My lips swell up when I'm eating strawberries. You know what? You are not the only person that has mentioned about your lips. Yeah, yeah, did you not? Do you know you're allergic to strawberries? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yes, I. I only became, uh, probably about five years ago, so I stopped eating strawberries. And I stayed with my sister last week and there were some strawberries and I ate them. Forgetting that I had an allergic reaction. <laughs> so it wasn't like a oh, F it moment. It was a no. slip your mind, they were there. I were... forgot, yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, I thought it might have gone. Yeah, yeah I know I'd forgotten. Um, I never thought I had anxiety before I gave up drinking. And it was only now, when I think back, um, how I used to feel like, I don't know, travelling to London for work. Yeah. I used to get quite anxious on my own in the train. Going to places on my own, I feel, you know, it just it feels less tense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you not know it was anxiety? Is that what you're kind of saying there? Yeah. My mum was like that, you know. Um, Mum told you that, didn't she? Yeah, she said to me, she thought when people said they were anxious that it was a load of bollocks, right? That's what she said. She used to go, what are they on about? All this anxiousness. She'll probably listen to this and she'll be like, no, you're right. (laughs) But now she says, she said, I just used to call it my itchy feeling and I never knew quite what it was. And it was because she was either a bit nervous about something, but it was was all dumbed down with alcohol. She didn't realise that that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's only afterwards. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit like your mum, where I'd think, "Don't be so pathetic. Get on with it," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and no. people are scared to say that because of it. Like, it's not PC, is it, to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hangovers. I never used to get hangovers, apparently, but I now know that I did. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. just in a constant hangover. Yeah, bit. yeah I was. Yeah. Um, confidence. I've started to do things, especially at work. I think more so at work, where I think that I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've had. I wonder what that is. Do you think it's just that you've stepped out? Because I've thought about this. I've got you know, I've got, I've got an explanation for sleep. I've got an explanation for skin, for na- all the other stuff. Confidence, what is it? What do we think it is? I think it's because you feel better in yourself. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it might, you feel better. Well, I feel better in myself to be able to, I don't know, say and do things that I feel, yeah, I can say and do that in, with confidence without feeling silly. I, I get that. It's I think it's it having a bit more clarity about things and, and knowing that what you're saying to you, you're like, actually, yeah, that yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah. Because when you when you're drinking, you doubt yourself or you might yeah. say things and think, oh, I shouldn't really said yeah. that. Whereas when you're not drinking, you think, Yeah, I'll say that actually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Taking your makeup off before you go to work, go to bed. You know, the weirdest thing, honestly, I have found myself in some of the funniest places, including asleep in the sink. I, honestly, and every single time my makeup's been off, there's been cotton wool pads. There. Really? You used to take it off? Yeah, I've done it in blackouts and everything. I don't know why. It must have just been. You would take a makeup off, brush your teeth, oh. and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> And have a coffee. cup of coffee. Yeah. I do, every time we used to go for a night out, she would, before we went to bed, she'd be like, do you want a coffee? And I used to, well, I used to say, yeah, actually, but I always <laughs> thought it was weird. <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't, I wouldn't do that now. I'd be awake all night. If I, man, you, because I was that knocked out from the alcohol, it just counted it, didn't it? Plus yeah. I had a caffeine tolerance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But most of all, I think the main benefit is your relationships with your family and friends. Yeah, that's the that's the best benefit. Just being present with them. It's yeah. nice, really nice. It really it does is. make such a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it, it does. is so lovely. So I think on the back of that, what we'll say is, if anyone's considering just taking a little break and seeing all those benefits that Barbara's just been through, do our thirty day experiment. Oh, I did that recently again. Oh, did you again? Yeah, I did. I did because I, well, not again because I didn't do it um, when I joined Be Sober. I had, hadn't done it. So over a year sober, I registered for the um, video, um, the experiment. Yeah. A daily video. I, I mean, I know what you know it is, but I'm just going to say. No, do it. Tell it. Humans, right? You get a day. You get a daily video. They're up to I don't know two, three minutes long. They're not very long. No. Um. And yeah, and I listen to every single. I was like, yeah, I know that Lisa. I know that Alex. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I know that now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Can I ask you something about the sober experiment? Like, because it freaks me out to think that anybody watches it because we were so brand new to kind of doing videos and talking. That's a sobriety, really. We were Do you think you can massively tell? Like, I can tell I've ri- I'm reading what I've written. Um, I've written it, but then I'm, I'm reading it. So, did you do it at the very beginning of? Yeah. Yeah, I think you. I've got. You can <laughs> tell. No, no, I want you to. I think you could tell um, that you could probably do it better now. Yeah, I agree. We were going to redo the videos, right? And we keep, I mean, first of all, we don't have any time to redo them. People are going to get it anyway, no matter how good or bad it is. But um, we know it works. So we know what happens in their works. But we agree. We think if we could do the videos now, they'd be much more natural. I think they are natural. I think they. It, it does look like you're reading a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah, man, I was thinking about it. If you did do it again, it wouldn't be as natural because you're doing it again. What if we got <laughs> our ambassadors to do one a day, day each? Yeah. What if we got our ambassadors? I like seeing you two, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what happened with the Tuesday coaching when I stepped out and thought, oh, yeah, I can have other people doing the Tuesday coaching and everyone stopped watching it because they said, we want you back. <laughs> oh, that's because you're so good at it. You are good. Because oh, I can't shut up more like. But anyway, yeah. we'll do a real goodbye again now. I think because I'm now going to, we're going to have to leave in the goodbye and put this bit in where we've all laughed because can't even edit it out. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Goodbye. See you later. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. No worries. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. It really means a lot. Please don't forget to follow or subscribe. And of course, if you liked it, share it with your friends. As usual, if you didn't really enjoy it, keep it to yourself and let's not talk any more about it. <laughs> and if you want to find out more about the work we do or you want to join our amazing community here at Be Sober, you can find out more about us and what we do on our website, besoberofficial.com. So until next time, be brave. Be really kind <laughs> and, and be, be sober. sober. <laughs> Through you there. <laughs>